0: Just go to Indeed.com/slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network. Proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks from KCSN, which features multiple shows each week to keep you in the know with what's going on in Lawrence. Make sure to hit the follow button to stay up to date with all things Jayhawks. Now, let's begin the show.
2: Alright folks, what's good? Uh, another episode of No Seeds podcast and today, we just got to talk about the NBA draft. I, I felt like we had to hop on. We had to talk about... Um, The story that has become Grady Dick, the the guy that we all loved and we all knew and found hilarious, but now the world is starting to see it too. He was one of the bigger stories there. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Jalen Wilson going to play for a former Jayhawk and Jock Vaughn in Brooklyn. Um, And we'll see what else comes to mind. It's a summer episode, so you never know what you're going to get with us. Um, But let's get into it. I mean... I was, I was just telling AB right before we, we got to this show, um, Grady Dick, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I was not that tuned in all day on Thursday last week, but it really did feel like if you were just scrolling Twitter or scrolling Instagram, that the two biggest storylines from the draft were Victor, who's a generational talent, going to San Antonio, which we all knew, and... I feel like Grady Dick was like the second biggest storyline because of the suit, because of the name, because of the personality. Um, I don't know. What do you think, B? Turn. You were. I don't. Were you at the draft, or were you just in New
3: York? I was in New York, so I ran into I ran into Bill um, and Grady at the Westin in Times Square, and I walk in, see Bill, turn to the right, and I see Grady's suit, and obviously. We kind of that's something we kind of expect from Grady. And I've I've been talking to people kind of about him. Like, obviously, if you watch college basketball, you knew the last name, you knew who he was. But if you're not tapped in with KU or like TikTok and things like that, I feel like you don't really get a glimpse of his personality. So I think everyone saw a glimpse of that that night. And obviously they knew the name. So, yeah, it was it was a wild story with his suit. And I think he definitely ate it up and was a big topic on draft day.
2: Yeah, I, I wish I, I got to pull up the picture of you lurking <laughs> behind. Who was it, Bill? Was it Bill and Grady? Yeah, no. it just
3: it's just one of those things that I hadn't seen it all day. I don't know if it was on social media before then, but it's something that just didn't shock me at all when I saw him wearing that. Um, that's just kind of the guy he is, and he's just, he's just a goofball. Like, that's literally his personality. Um, and it was kind of cool to see, like, the rest of the country – see it i know i i just said this but i people had known his name but people like had no idea that's what he was like you know so it's kind of fascinating to hear that point of view from like just basketball fans and other fan bases not not being ku fans
2: yeah god i can't find that picture but we've literally got to do like a where's waldo edition but it's just B turn in the background of like random ku photos (laughs) like the jalen coleman lands fake buzzer beater that wasn't actually a buzzer beater. The, yeah, you're recording the, the bench as the ball's going in. <laughs> uh, you at the national championship, just like Paul Pierce, Drew Gooden, and I there you are. It, right? Turner. Yeah.
3: If the Jalen Coleman land shot goes in, I feel like I could have – like if that would have counted, I could have had a legendary video, I feel like. Yeah,
2: I mean, but... it's – and then this last one just killed me. You, you lurking behind Bill and, and Grady in, in New York – You live a wild life. I love it. It's, it's quite incredible, but yeah, uh, AB, I don't know. What thoughts do you have? Do you like this suit? Was it a good move? Was it too much? I've got takes on the suit now, but I want to hear yours first.
4: I just thought like it's, he's a young kid and it's his like one opportunity to kind of do this, I guess. So go for it. Um, did it look a little crazy? Did it look a little out of place without context? Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, this kid is going to make more money next year than any of us will in our whole lives uh, to play basketball. So I'll let him do whatever he wants. And I, I mean, like some people weren't catching on to the like Kansas connection with Dorothy and everything, but the fact that he had to tie Kansas into it was still kind of like it hit home literally to me. So, um, yeah, I didn't have any issues I'm... with it. I thought the reaction on the negative side was a little bit outrageous too.
3: But,
2: but Do you think that's something
3: like... you, can, you can get away with easier since your last name's Dick?
2: Absolutely. Like, that's exactly what I was going to say, B-Turn. This was, I don't know if this was a hundred percent all about like marketing and branding, but because like you said, B-Turn, he's got that big personality. He is that just funny, goofy guy. But at the same time, that's a, I thought it was a brilliant move because like I said, he was one of the most talked about players from that draft. And it just adds to the humor of Grady Dick. And like, I now think, I mean, if you go Google him right now, he's got article, there's CNN articles, there's People Magazine articles, there's like every big news outlet out there is talking about Grady Dick. And it just felt like such a brilliant move by him and his, I don't know, he probably has a PR team, his agent, everybody to to do that because yeah you you're there's definitely negative reactions but how many suits at the draft actually age well i mean Kirk, think about Kurt Heinrich, Heinrich. <laughs> that dude thought he just wore a pretty casual suit and he gets roasted to this day uh andrew wiggins got roasted for his like what he did the shorter pants with the like now that's like kind of a style or was i don't know Like, nothing ever goes well. The suits always get roasted, so I kind of respected Grady for just being like, I'm going to be outrageous with this, and it was hilarious.
3: What are, like, some draft day suits that even kind of resemble Grady's? Like, do you guys remember any off the top of your head that are, like, as flashy as Grady's? Like, I feel like I've Uh, never seen a, like, top five pick do that. Like, maybe maybe if one of the Thompsons did that, maybe there would be, like, a – I don't know, a crazier outrage, but Grady, like – he was just like a fringe lottery pick with a goofy personality. So it all kind of made sense, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I can't think no, of a for sure. draft day suit. Like, what if Victor yeah. would have wore that? The solidified yeah. number one pick, seven foot eight. I mean,
2: I know it's not the same, but like Drew Gooden
3: oh, wearing God.
2: this, he was the top. what okay. did Drew Gooden go? Top five? Top ten? Like, Big Drew combine. Gooden was a lottery pick. Outrageous suit. You need the full the full get up to really do it justice. But yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, it, it, being the thirteenth pick, it plays so much better too. Like, here's the risk Grady was running: if you wear that suit and then you're one of those guys that slides and you're sitting there at 25 and you're in the green room and you haven't been drafted yet and yeah. you're sitting there in that suit. You, it goes from funny and like, I don't know, going with the joke to now you become Twitter's biggest target and you get absolutely roasted as you sit there with your sad face just gutted that you've lost probably a million plus dollars by dropping the draft 12 spots. So it was gutsy. Yeah, it was gutsy for him to do that. I mean, imagine if like Will Levis. In the NFL That's draft, what I was was just thinking.
3: Like <laughs> he left after he left Kansas City after round one.
2: Oh, that I like flew back brutal. home.
3: But yeah, I kind of I kind of wanted to get into that and like where he was drafted and stuff. So obviously sitting there watching the draft, and there was someone that works for KU Hoops that I talked to before, and he was telling me like, "There's no way." He's like, "I know Grady isn't making it past 11. Like he's not getting past 11 for Orlando. Orlando had six and 11." And then Dallas at 10 was one that I've kind of talked about for a month or so. We talked about it on here, like with Kyrie, Luca, just those guys having the ball, um, creating opportunities for a shooter like that. So he didn't go 11 to Orlando. Um, Dallas moved back from 10 to 12. And then Dallas took Derek Lively, the center from Duke. So I'm sitting there like, damn, the slide could happen, like something like happened to Cam Whitmore, or he could fall out of the lottery. And I think Toronto – like to me, not just saying this as a KU fan, but I think it's a perfect fit. Um, I, I just think it's a really well-ran organization. I know they've, I mean, they made the playoffs every year. Your boy LeBron would always beat them. I know that they obviously won a finals, but I feel like they developed players really well. OG Ananobi, um, Pascal Siakam, Van Vliet became really good there. So I think Toronto is a great um, franchise to be a part of, but yeah, I was starting to get a little nervous there when, it got past Orlando and Dallas at 11 and 12.
2: Yeah, it the Raptors pick, I mean, I'll I'd be lying if I told you I was like super plugged in on Toronto Raptors basketball, but it does feel like it's a pick that just makes sense. Like everything you read is they needed a shooter, they've got a young core, and to me that's always the most exciting thing. If if you're going to go in the NBA draft, like if a KU players in the NBA draft, I either want a situation like CB <laughs> Where you plug them into a great team that can compete for a title, like he was, or it's a young core where you're like, okay, we can kind of watch them grow. And like I thought at first, like the Timberwolves, when Wiggins went to the Timberwolves, that was like very fun for those first few years just to, you know, dream of the Timberwolves rebuilding. And obviously, it never really became a thing, but. So, Isn't Wiggins
3: an all-time Cleveland Cavaliers great?
2: Yeah, I was about to ask that, Ryan. What was your reaction
4: when LeBron went back there before they traded Wiggins? Were you the happiest man on earth for like a week and a half?
2: You no, loved it. Was, it, was, it was so obvious that LeBron had no intentions of keeping – remember his article? is like, I'm coming home article. He's like, can't wait to play with Kyrie. And he mentioned the entire Cavs team and didn't say That's a like, word about Wiggins. And I was like, uh-oh. I think my boy's getting <laughs> shipped off. So no, I, north, uh, I, yeah, I probably for like ten minutes got really excited, but no, Um I, it was riding on the wall. But yeah, I don't know. I love the fit. I think it's kind of cool. I, I'm. I was so. We've seen so many Sacramento Kings. We've seen just boring. Like Orlando, blah. That would have sucked. Toronto is going to be back. Fun.
3: Yeah, Orlando's and, got a pretty good young core, but yeah, they always. Kind of scare me a little. I mean, they used to win obviously with like Dwight. They got like Paulo yeah. in front. That's why it kind of didn't make sense. I know basketball is kind of positionless, but they have some. They have two pretty good wings with Franz and Paulo. So it kind of didn't make sense. But they took they took Anthony Black at six. So I thought they might take another shooter. Um, but yeah, I don't. I kind of want. I don't know why, but I wanted to. You brought up CB, and I feel like we haven't really gotten to talk about him winning a title. And I feel like it really hasn't been talked about it really hasn't been talked about enough just the fact that he went in as a rookie on one of the best rosters in the league and just played legit minutes in the playoffs like in the finals he had a huge night in miami but i think it's wild i wouldn't guess
2: in the nba finals off the bench uh as a rookie it's nuts I,
3: i would have never guessed like cb obviously we know how competitive he is and he's played he cracks the rotation everywhere he's played but if you would have told me the dude was going to be playing legit minutes in the NBA Finals as a rookie, like, on that roster, like, their bench is just full of vets. You got Bruce Brown, um, Jeff Green, and he found a way in the rotation. So that is just wild to me. And the past I, year he's had is insane.
4: I feel like we had a on the Q&A a couple of weeks ago, we had a question who would be the best uh, KU <laughs> pro from, like, last year's team and this year's team, I think it was. Did any of us yeah. say Christian Brown, even though the answer was right under our nose? I feel like we said Grady. Someone said Ochai. And it still might I be the case. It. It's been one year, but like, God, well, that's what i was going to ask like, a better rookie season from a Jayhawk and how long? I mean, it was Wiggins won rookie of the year, I guess, but yeah. Embiid was hurt forever. I mean,
2: and in know. just comparison to like expectations, like B2 yeah. said, he was on a stacked roster. Like, it would have been nobody would have had an issue if, if uh, CB just didn't really play much this year. We're just kind of like, yeah, uh, they're the one seed. Like, of course, he's waiting his turn.
3: Yeah.
2: But, like, on that same note, like, what, what is CB's – I don't know. What is his ceiling in the NBA? Because there is a – I think there is a possibility that CB is just – a role player and it probably is what he will be just a really solid role player. That's going to play on a ton of good nuggets teams, and then probably get a fat contract offer from some other team that wants him to come play, you know, good defense. Like I'm trying to think of guys like that from past teams, like, uh, like Rick Fox. That was so random that Rick Fox was the first guy to come to my mind. (laughs) Sweet feet. But like, you just remember those random guys on those really good teams that, they weren't stars, but they were always there. They were always making big plays. I don't know. Like, is that CB's yeah. route or is there a route where CB can become like a true star? I don't know.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's what he's done. Like his whole playing career is just always in the right place. Making, I mean, he's just the most coachable guy. Like Mike Malone is in love with him. I feel like there was a time where he wasn't getting a ton of playing time. And then it's just so tough to keep him out of the rotation because he'll never hurt you. He'll never kill you. He'll, he'll, be active on the glass he'll make extra pass whatever so um geez it just took me off the stream online but Uh now i'm back (laughs) hey you know
2: what we need to take a break anyway so it's a perfect time to take our first break we'll be right back
1: thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network
2: All right, so I want to get back to are you good, B-turn, everything good on yeah. your Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it, just,
3: I w- it was literally on the screen, and then it took me off and just went back to, like, the browser. But, yeah, back to, like, back to Christian. I just – I remember talking to him before the year, like, just asking his perspective from this year, and he was, like, him being confident. Like, we know how confident he is. He's, like, I always crack the rotation, and, like, he did that. So he just – he always finds a way to get – minutes at least. I feel like he's a guy that it's tough to keep out of the rotation, but maybe he'll be tough to keep out of the starting lineup for Denver. Like he's probably locked in there for a long time, especially, I don't know if Mike Malone will get a better job, but he's definitely one of the better coaches in the NBA. So I feel like Denver would do anything to keep him and feels like a guy that's perfect playing under Mike Malone. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's what's so fun about it is I think we have a five to 10 year stretch of like Christian Brown is going to be playing in massive playoff games for a really long time. So uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be awesome. So good call. We didn't talk about that enough. He was definitely, um, you know, you talk about making yourself the story draft day. He was an absolute psycho, which you love to see. You always <laughs> love to, to find the guy that's just the clear drunkest. It was like a battle between him and Mike Malone. It was like, I, I asked him today.
3: I asked him today if he was still hungover. Probably. And he, he said, he like was talking, his voice was gone. He's like, do you hear my voice?
0: And I was like, jeez.
3: But yeah, he, I don't, I feel like he's definitely a guy too. That's kind of been doubted at every level. Like oh, yeah. even, even freshman year at KU, the 2020 team, like he still was a guy that came off the bench, felt like he was one of our better shooters on the 2020, him and Isaiah Moss, our guy. Yeah. And then even his last year at KU, like he was really good sometimes, but, I don't know, like, did you guys view CB as, like, a star that junior year? Like, obviously, it was Oach. And then he gets drafted Mm -hmm. by Denver, and I feel we didn't expect him to play as much as he did and just finds a way. So, I feel like he's kind of –
4: He had such big moments, though, in huge games. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the stretch he had in the championship, where if it came in, like, a bigger – obviously, it was a huge part of the game because it was in the middle of the comeback. But if it came with five minutes to go instead of the first five minutes of the second half – like we have a completely different vision of him because remember
3: like at Norman, when he hit that three from in the corner and was yelling at those fans in the front row (laughs) or the Villanova. Villanova,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like he just, he thrives for that stuff. So he's
4: an energy guy that doesn't like, he doesn't care what he has to do. He'll just do whatever he has to do to win or compete or even play. And obviously that means a lot to coaches, front offices, etc. So, He's he's set up. He's never going to be like this bum that doesn't do what they tell him to do. He'll, he'll be improving until his body gives out, I feel like. So,
2: yeah, he's going to play a long time. Um all right, so I got a little I got a question I'm going to throw at you guys. Uh-oh. Will Grady Dick get a max contract at some point in his NBA career?
3: So, I was talking to someone that works in the NBA before this and I was asking for like comparisons like a really good best case almost comparison and they said Duncan Robinson, which I kind of laughed at first best but case. best yeah, case I know he made a lot of money the,
2: they're not reading the internet and interview yeah and, like then, he,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I thought about it and it's like I'm pretty sure he got a max or he got like 90 million Yeah, he's got a retainer deal I mean the NBA so Duncan scooping. Robinson's like Mozgov
2: got like a max deal at one point, but yeah, go I ahead. I mean, Sorry. it wasn't
3: like a best case. It was just like a um just like a scenario of like a player he could be like like a player comp, which the Duncan Robinson comes off the bench for Miami, they're competitive and they win and he comes in and hits threes and has made a ton of money. So that wouldn't be really a worst case for Grady. Like he'd be making a ton of money. Feels like a guy that's just gonna every team obviously can use shooting, like I obviously was going to compare him to like white players before this. So I was looking yeah. up like Kyle Corver, looking up JJ Redick. Oh, like Corver. those, those dudes just played in the league forever. Just come off the bench and just fire threes. I and I feel like the game has evolved even more um, yeah. since those guys. I mean, JJ retired a couple of years ago, but since then it's just obviously dudes just jacking up threes. So I feel like Grady's a guy that can come off the bench. I thought of like, I haven't watched him a ton in the league, but like a Corey Kispert, I think Grady's like a year or an inch taller, but Kispert's yeah. pretty sneaky athletic, comes in um, for Washington and just launches threes. So,
2: Yeah, it it's like tough because, I don't know, you obviously want him to go be a star. Like everyone wants their lottery picks to turn into stars, but also if Grady Dick – had a JJ Redick or Kyle Kur- Korver type career like that would be awesome because those dudes real. were always so relevant uh especially if it's on a good team now it's totally a different story if he's just on a loser team but those guys that play on competitors that just lighted up from 3 in playoff games that you just know are about to hit it's so fun to watch so i don't know i don't it's probably more likely that he is a jj reddick or and maybe max contracts not how i should word it because there's crazy people have gotten max contracts but like mainly what i'm trying to say is like is he a jj reddick most likely which would be great or can he be like a team's one or two option i don't i mean i think both are possible um but there's also the the possibility that he's a uh god i don't know Somebody that's completely irrelevant. I don't know where yeah. do you think a like where do you guys think the most likely spot is for him?
4: Yeah, I think you guys. I don't know if I would put money on him getting like a max deal or what about like a nine figure deal? Can we go with that? <laughs> I mean, Draymond's about to sign three for a hundred. It sounds like so. These by the time Grady's the caps going the,
2: up, like yeah. I mean, by the time Grady's like. 27 years old the contracts are just going to keep getting more and more absurd so yeah i don't know it's
4: so hard to tell with these kids man he's 19 years old he's skinny as can be he's got a lot of growing into his body left to do um i don't think he's like it's not possible for him to get a max or four for 120 or whatever but i i need to see more as of now yeah as harsh as that sounds but again he's young and that's why these guys go so early is because when they're due for their next deal, it's like a kid coming out of
2: college, 23 years old, and they're ready to go. And b turn before you go, I want to say one thing because I I just realized us talking talking about J.J. Redick and Kyle Korver, in a way, yes, Grady Dick could absolutely. That would be awesome. But we're also in like a weird way disrespecting Grady Dick because that dude is Mm -hmm. way more athletic than those guys and can do and it's easy like you said be turned to be like oh the the white guy that can shoot threes but like Grady can be a lot more than that so just wanted to say that
3: yeah no for sure I think like we all have the same concerns with him obviously he was an elite spot up shooter for KU last year we talk about how we have massive halves and kind of get quiet but my like I think our concerns are him creating his own shot him coming off screens hitting jumpers on the move like was talking to someone just saying he – I personally think he's the best shooter in the draft. I don't see really an argument, but the opposition was saying Jordan Hawkins from UConn, who had a great NCAA tournament, was coming off the move, off screens, hitting threes from all different angles, different platforms. So I just want to see Grady be able to, like, create his own shot, make jumpers on the move, maybe pump, one dribble, pull up, mid-range. Like, I'd love to see him get better around the rim and then as a defender – Obviously, we talk about people not defending in the NBA, but he's got to get better defensively. I know it was pretty big issue for KU last year. I think he improved as as a defender throughout the year. But yeah, I'd love to see him like be able to create his own shot. Like remember JJ Redick just like moving without the ball, getting open, yeah. coming off screens, people attached to his hip, still getting shots off. So yeah, I just I want to see Grady be able to create more.
2: Yep. Yeah. For sure. So, I don't know. I Like I said, I think the Raptors' spot is a good spot for him to – he doesn't have to go completely transform the Fran- – like like you said, B-Turn, they're a well-run organization there. It's not like they're a Sacramento Kings that when T-Rob and Macklemore went there, it was like, oh, my God, like these teams will never win. Like I could see this young core in Toronto winning in the next, like two, three years, and for him to be a part of that would be – would be really exciting, and plus, like, if he is a star or even close to a star, the amount of Drake and Grady Dick content that we will get over the next few years will be so funny. Like, over under six months before he's in like a uh, music video with Drake.
4: With <laughs> I was gonna I say, would... when did, when does he get his name said in one of his songs?
3: Yeah, did you yeah. see? uh Did you see Drake on Instagram last night?
4: Uh-uh. I saw an article saying that he mentioned Grady at some point, but I didn't see exactly what he said.
3: Yeah, so Grady Grady chose. He's wearing number one um, in Toronto. So uh, Drake put up the video of him holding the jersey that says "Dick" and then "One." And Drake's caption was, "When good girls try to f- when good girls try to flex their body count, like <laughs> saying saying one dick."
2: Oh God. <laughs> Wow. Well, there we go. The first Um, drink,
3: first drink, Grady Grady Dick. I have a, I have a KU basketball NBA draft question. So who is the, what's the most confident you've been in a KU player? Like, but you can't say Wiggins or Embiid. Like what's the most confident you've been in a KU player coming out of college headed into the pros?
2: Does it have to be someone that, like someone that didn't pan out could be an answer, right?
3: Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to think. Like you, you said Benny Mack, and I, just, I just thought there was no way he wouldn't thrive in the league. T Rob, I was all in. That 2012 team made me so happy, but he was a little undersized, and he. But he was close to being National Player of the Year. I think we got attached to his story. So like, and those two both went to Sacramento. So oh, I thought those two would be.
2: I thought, yeah, I mean, Lamore. It's just everything about him was so – like his athletic ability, his shot was so beautiful. But I definitely was scared about his uh, his Jaw. dribbling. But Nick, our producer, just uh, agree. Mine, Josh Jackson, was like 100%. I thought Josh Jackson was going to be – so good like I thought oh he'll eventually develop a good enough jumper where Mm -hmm. it won't be a liability he's a winner he's competitive as hell he's not gonna just always suck at shooting and he wasn't I mean he wasn't even that awful he hit shots at KU occasionally like
3: he would get hot
2: I thought Josh Jackson was going to be a NBA all-star I think I once I probably deleted it from everything on Twitter but I think I once said he'd be better than Jason Tatum
3: um. Yeah, you definitely did. Yikes! I bet. Yikes. I, I mean, that's I just, just thought, you hate Duke. You hate Duke. Yeah, that was
2: Duke. Yeah, you think? And that they yeah. were in the
3: same draft, right? Like Tatum. Yeah. Meant,
2: be, that was the big. The debate was: Do the Celtics take Tatum at two or Jackson at two? And that was where I was like, obviously, like you got to take
3: Jackson. Tatum's not going to be able to guard anybody. It's like, like us with. It's like us with Dot and uh, Trey Jones. Like yeah, we always take dot. I s- still
2: stand by. I mean, it, nothing drove me more nuts throughout their careers than people saying Trey Jones is better than freaking Devon Dotson. I still stand by that one.
4: Oh, I but, forgot about yeah.
2: that. we got so mad about that
4: whole conversation. The- <laughs> we were just on. We were screaming at each other on Zoom. Oh
3: no! I found some. Uh, Ryan- I found some old Reinhardt tweets. Bring them out. Let's listen <laughs> it up, boys. Okay, 2017. Tweeted at, no. <laughs> tweeted at Nick Wright. And no. they're, not that, they're not that bad, but you said outside of scoring, Jackson is better than Tatum at every single thing on a basketball court, which isn't that bold. I mean, and at then, the time. And then 2020, you said, remember that classic prank I did when I said Josh Jackson was going to be better than Jason Tatum?
2: <laughs> prank. See, it was a prank. <laughs> That's all you got to do to cover yourself. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yikes. But... <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, no, those aren't that bad. Long
2: con prank, Uh, but I still like. That's how I felt. Like I was like, okay, Tatum (laughs) is a sick scorer, but he can't guard. Uh, Okay,
3: I found the best one. Oh no! And you were tweeting at your boy Alan McFarlane the big-time Celtics fan. You said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, yeah, or what did he say?" Said, "Well, yeah, it doesn't mean they should screw this one up. Jackson is no doubt going to be better than Tatum." No doubt. I what love a, that. That's KU, That's just big KU fandom. Yeah. That's amazing. You got to show uh, that to everyone.
2: Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'm a man of integrity for speaking that Damn. out. And nobody knew that until I just announced that to the airwaves. So, uh, Josh Jackson,
3: he had 36 against the warriors and you doubled down and quoted it and said, Jackson greater than Tatum. Oh
2: my God, I gotta go delete these things. That's my not goodness. that
3: bad. He was a top five
4: pick. You're fine. Who's yeah. gonna look these up six years later? Like,
2: I know, and I don't clearly, I don't care. I mean,
3: yeah, honestly, coming out of college, I probably would have agreed with the anything but scoring. Like, Josh was so I mean, good defensively, and
2: Josh
4: was still a top five pick. Like, it's not yeah. as in, in real time, it wasn't crazy. It's just funny looking at it now that Tatum's about. I mean, Tatum was first-team all-NBA. They
2: completely went opposite directions. Like, Is Josh um, even in the
3: league anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Is he hanging on like a two-way or? I just would have – I would have always assumed Josh would just play big-time minutes his whole career just with how hard he played and um, just him defensively. So, yeah, he was – God, I remember that offseason. He decided late in the process, like after the McDonald's game, 2017, when we knew Frank and Devontae were coming back and – they just needed a big wing, and they got one of the best players in that class. Well,
4: yeah, 2017 was... was also a year for KU fans to just hate <laughs> on anyone that wasn't KU fans. Because it was KC <laughs> Star article after KC
2: oh, Star article. That's what I'm – as I'm searching after Josh, after Josh Jackson here, that was you. a rivalry.
4: Yeah, dude, and it, it was like the biggest talking <laughs> point of the whole season. So we were very, very defensive
2: boys at the time. I don't know. This is actually right? very funny. I forgot about this. Yeah, Josh Can Jackson has it? an eight – Josh Jackson as an eight year old um, threw a water bottle at the malice at the palace. Like, I don't know why that's hilarious <laughs> to me, but <laughs> the picture, especially now knowing that like Josh Jackson's kind of like a guy that.
3: Eh, are you sure you're not a little bit of trouble? Are you sure you're not Josh Jackson's burner on Twitter?
2: Uh, no, I'm not sure. Who knows?
3: You were why. very, you just were really confident in this guy.
2: I said I convinced... Uh, here's a tweet from 2020. I convinced myself that Josh Jackson was going to be Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I
3: mean, yes, I actually oh, like no. that.
2: I Here's a tweet. Josh Jackson's going to win a ring one day with Booker and Aiton. Okay. He NBA could've. scout Ryan, he Ryan and Lawrence.
3: No, you said reminder that Josh Jackson is going to have a better NBA career than Tatum. And <laughs> Alan, Alan said, hey, I wouldn't guarantee that. You said... Said it before the draft, sticking to it. He's been the better player the last few months and will continue to be.
2: Oh, oh God. we This should be a new segment where we just pull up our oldest, worst takes of all time and I mean, blast them we, out to everybody.
3: Yeah. I definitely have worse takes than a top five pick being better than another top five pick. Me too, brother.
2: So let's take uh, one last break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about Jalen, and then we'll wrap it up.
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. entertain, educate, inform KC sports network.
2: All right. So obviously you had to talk about our guy, Jalen Wilson gets drafted. Um, You know, I think he's a guy we talked about all year. That was, he made a good decision by going back to KU. Definitely wouldn't have been drafted had he not gone back to KU Um, probably, I don't know. B-turn probably wanted to go a little earlier than he did. I think you'd probably say he slid a little bit, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely early second was obviously the target. Um, I think, I hate that I keep saying I talked to so-and-so, but when I was, when I was BSing with Bill, um, at the, the, at the hotel, he just, he kept saying stuff about this team wants to give him a two way. This team wants to give him a two way. So I think that was kind of an issue too. I think sometimes those guys in the second round kind of have a say in where they go. Like Dot yeah. chose to go undrafted, but also like a Chris Livingston. Um, he wanted to go undrafted. Clutch Sports represents him and he wanted to go undrafted. They took him last pick of the draft. So that's kind of I'm I, sure I get that- it.
4: Like I get it that they want their choice and where they can mm-hmm. sign. But let's, let's just remember me. where we're at right now. Like, uh, how much say does a second-round pick need to have? It, I don't
2: want to be like, an asshole. Obviously, situation is sure. happen? Isn't that what Austin Reeves did? And, like, look what turned – I mean, I'm not dude – I'm not saying yeah.
4: it doesn't work sometimes. I'm just saying it's like, in what other sport do guys just go undrafted? Because they – I mean, I guess they literally made a documentary about it with, like, Marino and Elway and all that. But, like <laughs> – it yeah, just but, it's a little but those are like top tier talent like we're talking second round lottery picks like i i don't know it just it is it like a, seems it is like a big crazy, like
2: careful that. what you wish for type deal right. like i don't know but i get it the second round contracts there's no if there was more incentive i think to go in the draft then yeah it would change but it really it doesn't. So, how long till that bleeds like into the first round? I mean, this has been a thing for a
4: while, but is there any shot that at some point, like, what if Victor didn't want to go to San Antonio? Dude,
3: I, know, that's I, I was, was just thinking. watching a documentary. Eli Manning,
2: I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, Eli yeah. Manning literally yeah. did that to the Chargers. That was, yeah. I, I knew it happened, but I watched like a little documentary about it. That was wild yeah, what indeed. he did.
3: Yeah. He wouldn't go San Diego.
2: Imagine said. being like, I refuse to be a millionaire in San Diego. Like, what yeah. a spoil. Oh. But Let's play in cold New York in to...
3: the snow and beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, I
2: um, but, yeah, that's what,
3: that's what I wonder about, like, Jalen. Like, obviously, I'm sure there's some teams that he didn't want to go play for just because of the two-way thing. He probably wanted to be strictly MB- uh, just NBA. I don't know what the Nets are doing, but I'm just wondering, like, if you tell, like, a I don't even know a team that wanted him on a two-way, but let's say, like, Charlotte. Like, what if you told Charlotte, like, yeah, I don't want to – play on a two-way contract like would that scare them off or would that make them not draft him or if they like the player that much they're going to take him. so there was just there was like plenty of teams that Bill was saying would he'd be um, on a two-way contract under so they were hoping to find a team where he was strictly NBA but yeah I don't know yeah
2: yeah I mean either way it's It's cool he got drafted. I think that was – He's just seemed like a guy that really wanted to experience the moment of being drafted. Like, he went to the draft. I thought that was cool. Like, walked across the stage, did all that. So, um, happy for him. Playing for Brooklyn seems like a cool spot to be. Like, you're playing for Chuck Vaughn, KU guy, but also it's just kind of like a a, – organization right now that I don't think has huge expectations. It's kind of like a I mean, who knows what ha- I mean, if things like best case scenarios he somehow plays legit minutes for them because yeah, I just they, feel like if, they're still tra-
4: What if they yeah. go out and trade for Dame? Well, like I'm, I'm, I'm not even tracking that... all that. I thought Dame
2: was like going to Miami.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's Probably the favorite, if I were to guess. But I think I saw something that said he preferred mm-hmm. Miami or Brooklyn.
3: NBA pod.
4: Yeah, I love it. We Still, are. I got many takes on the uh, <laughs> the team about eight hours to our northeast. But
3: no, but I guess how do you guys see Jalen Wilson's um, career plan out? Just, I know he came back for a senior year. I to- There's no way I expected him to have the year he had. I knew he'd have a good year. I didn't think he'd have that elite of a year where he was just – damn good all year. So I think that's a guy that people have doubted before. Um, and he just proves people wrong. Like Bill called him the best winner he's had. He plays so hard. He's so good on the board. So that might be a tough guy to keep off the floor. But I obviously, I don't see him being a star. Like it's tough to say any second rounder will be a star. But I could see him flirting around in the league for a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, like you said, he he's just going to play hard. He's going to, you know, make those gritty, grimy plays that you need, like a guy that's coming off the bench that may – you know, there's probably a bunch of dudes off the bench in the NBA that just hate the fact they're coming off the bench and they don't want to go, like, put their body on the line. But I feel like he's a guy that will – I don't know. It's just tough. Like, I don't really know what his – like, if he can become a good shooter, like a really good shooter, I think that's kind of his – obviously because he's good at everything else but like if he can become a good shooter I think he could very much have a really big role in the NBA and not that he's a bad shooter but that's always been something we've said for the last few years is like it felt like he was lacking the consistency we always thought he would be from three-point range but I don't know he's tough because he's just like kind of undersized for I feel like his best fit is like almost being like a four, like a and I guess like Draymond, you could almost, not that he's going to be Draymond Green, but like, can he be that type of role one day? Like a small ball guy that can bring the ball up the court. I don't know. He's, or is he just like Georges Niang, who I think could be like that dude plays minutes for Philly. I think that's something that seems fair. Why, why are you laughing? No,
4: just that name. brain would get it. One of our buddies in college just hated him.
3: Yang. Hated George. Ni Yang. Oh my God. Ah, Niang. He fucking hated him. It
2: was so yeah. Funny. So I don't know. Jalen is just. It's going to be tough. I could also see yeah. him playing a lot in the G League. I don't know. I hope it works out. He's just one of those guys that is very hard for me to predict what happens to Jalen Wilson. I
3: just he'll play forever, just because he I don't it sounds crazy but just because he wants to and I feel like like when Jalen wants something like he does it um, so yeah I can't really predict him being a star but yeah we've we always kind of waited on him to be a knockdown jump shooter which he's had his nights where he does last year he scored a ton without even shooting it um, wow. super effectively but yeah I think if he becomes a knockdown shooter that he's because he's going to do everything else you want he's going to out-rebound guys even when he's undersized. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does in the league.
2: Yep, for sure. So, um I don't know. Anything else, boys? That was a good little NBA draft recap. Did it in 40 minutes. That's pretty impressive for us.
4: Uh Just a random question. Is the lack of college basketball talent that was drafted this year concerning, or is it just like an outlier? Um because it, it did feel like all the big names from college just went undrafted, um, went and, later on in the lottery. I mean,
3: and like one and three, the it. two, probably the two best guys in the draft didn't even play in college, like Vic and Scoot. Yeah.
2: And then G, the Thompsons were in the top five, not playing college. All of them, in- right? right Other yeah, than
3: Yeah. Yeah. The Thompsons were in the G League, too. Um, and then there was that Anthony Victor's Black. teammate from
4: France went yeah. seven, I think.
3: By yeah,
2: yeah. So like, it's... hey, if it has guys staying in college longer, that to me is best for what we want, which I want college basketball, the product to be better, and I think that could be um, the case if more guys realize getting drafted early is harder, they'll stay longer. Um, what did we? We got a little tidbit. 2018 draft: 17 of 30 players drafted in the second round are out of the league. The 2019 NBA draft: 17 of 30 players drafted in the second round are out of the league. 2020 NBA draft: 18 of 30 players drafted in the second round are out of the league. I just, wow.
3: I feel like back in the day, obviously, like the best college basketball players were no doubt getting drafted, hundred percent, and now. Like next year, the the guy that just won National Player of the Year is going back to college. Zach Eady, like is is Zach Eady getting drafted?
1: No. Timmy didn't
3: like get drafted. I'm Oscar. trying to. Yeah, Oscar. Oscar didn't get drafted. I'm trying to did think.
4: Trace a, Jackson Davis get drafted or was he?
2: Uh, he went so like anyway. no, he second
3: didn't. to last pick, I think. Oh, uh, did he? I thought he, he had, had like a post
2: about how everyone were regretting. Yeah, he went 57.
3: He got drafted like yeah. right after that. He went second to yeah. last. Chris well, Livingston went last.
2: Don't quote me on this, but
4: I think I I heard something on a podcast that was something along the lines of, I think it was Frank Mason might have been the first national player of the year to not go in the first round at some point. I could be wrong on that. It was something like pretty close to that. Like it was the time where it was like, they all went top five. They all went top 10. They all went
2: first round. And now they're like, not even going at all. It's like nuts when you think about the fact that you Doka was a first round pick and Oscar Mm -hmm didn't get drafted, and that was just like a three-year difference. Like, Dope doing that was very impressive.
3: Like, back in the day, I know he got drafted, but when would Luca Garza have went back in the day? He's 6'11 and just dominated college basketball, and he was like – I just looked. He went 55th pick, so he was like near the bottom five.
2: In, in like the 90s and early 2000s, like Zach, Zach Eady would have been a top 10 pick, 100%. Like –
3: Wayne Summers. People were, yeah,
2: oh, it's wild. But
3: does Wayne Simeon go in the first round today?
2: Wayne Simeon doesn't touch an NBA floor (laughs) today, unfortunately. (laughs) Wow. Now, Wayne Simeon's game would have evolved. He would have become like a shooter, uh, a much more outside shooter. That's the thing we always don't think about: is the game has evolved, so guys would have also. Like Tyler
3: Hansbrough, Was he not a top yeah. 10 pick? I know. Or first rounder? But like, yeah,
2: that dude, imagine that guy on draft. Psycho T. Like, what is this guy going to do for us in the NBA? But, well, all right. Good episode. Uh, Great episode. We'll be back. I don't know what we'll talk about next episode. We need, we need to talk KU football. We need to talk, you know, stadium renovations. There's a lot of fun stuff. Don't get KU me football. started.
4: Uh, about the the budget stuff let's just let's keep the rivalry to sports like it's meant to be and not financial budgets coming from the state who cares and also I know you guys saw the tweet because I (laughs) sent it I've been taking a little quiet period on tweeting things for the summer and I didn't want to tweet it and stir the pot you know who made more money between KU and K-State last year in sports revenue because for years I've been told K-State dominates and always will it's actually KU they finished about 15 spots higher so suck Mm. my ass let's go Okay.
2: Well, Sorry, I had to that, get
4: a rant off. I've been, I've been holding a lot of K-State upsetness in my, uh, my head for the last few weeks. That's
2: this week's episode. We'll see you folks mm-hmm. next week. Rock Chalk.
1: Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU